Hey everybody, hope you're having a good week. This is Pastor Bill, and today we are continuing to explore the all-important word dekaio, justify or righteous. We've looked at how this word is center stage for the Apostle Paul, but lest you think this focus on justify, dekaio, is a solely Pauline thing. Remember the story Jesus tells about the Pharisee and the publican or the tax collector in Luke 18? The Pharisee rattles off all the ways he's righteous via the law and all of the good stuff he's done and his own heritage and his background. He has all the right credentials. And the publican, the tax collector, stands far off, repenting, crying out for mercy. You know what Jesus says about the tax collector, and not the Pharisee? I tell you, this man went down to his house justified. He went down to his house, dekaios, righteous. This parable makes clear the path to dekaios isn't something we achieve, but receive by getting on our knees. It is repentance, And repentance is nothing other than being sorry for our adikaios and believing and trusting in Christ's promise of forgiveness, his declaration that we are innocent. Oh, and then there's that amazing parable of the sheep and the goats in Matthew 25. You probably know it well. The scene is the great judgment. The sheep and the goats are separated and the sheep are invited to come and Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. These sheep are celebrated by Jesus. For as Jesus says, I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Of course, later, when they ask the question, when was this? And Jesus says, inasmuch you've done it to the least of these, you've done it to me. But right in the middle of that, then comes the amazing statement. Then the righteous, the dikaios, will answer. When did we do all of those things? You see, at the end of the parable, we're told the righteous, the dikaios, They go to eternal life. Okay, seems Jesus was concerned too about dikaios. Now I know at first glance, this parable sounds like we earn our eternal life by taking care of the poor, the imprisoned, and the sick. But look closer. The sheep, the dikaios, are said to be blessed by the Father and invited to inherit the kingdom that was prepared for them before the foundation of the world, before they did anything. Yes, this parable shows us what the righteous do, but even more so shows us that the good works of the righteous, the dikaios, happen without their knowledge, without their calculation. That the good works of the righteous just flow out of them. Their compassion just happens. Clearly, they were righteous, blessed by the Father, and the good stuff flowed out of their righteousness. So, 
I refer to this parable here to show that Jesus had Dikaios righteousness in his sights too, and to show that this parable zeroes in on our main problem, which is that alpha in front of Dikaios unrighteousness. So said simply, think about the Last Supper. Jesus there said that the cup is the new covenant in his blood for the forgiveness of sin. Sin makes us adikaios, forgiveness wipes away the sin, and we are then dikaios. And through the Holy Spirit, we start feeding the hungry, visiting the sick, clothing the naked, caring for the imprisoned, and on we go. But let me tease you with a question to get you thinking before next week. If no one can or does keep the law and thus become righteous by doing so, why did God give it in the first place? Hmm. Righteousness in the law will be our focus next week. Peace out, you righteous folks in faith in Christ. Amen.